This is Dion. You might know me better as Grunkle Elf Stormwrinkle right here. And you are listening to Shattered Dungeons. Welcome to Shattered Dungeons. If you haven't already, follow us on our social media pages. And don't forget to tune in live Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Shattered Tabletop Games. We hope to see you there. Me lose. Uh, yeah, hey funny. everybody, it's uh, Shattered Dungeons. We play an indie RPG every Tuesday night for everyone to love unconditionally. Hey, you're uh, in the top. What? He's fourth. That's not. That's not that bad. Oh, I didn't yeah, yeah. lose, but uh, I also didn't win. For those of you who got the supreme treat of tuning in right on time, we watched uh, Dion dest- uh, destroy one guy who was like the leader in a TFT match. And then proceed to get destroyed afterwards. But fourth, that's, yeah, like like Jordan was saying, not bad. Um, that's not real Reg. No, it's animated Reg, but it is Reg's voice. Uh, to I, who, didn't, I didn't good steal that and make a gif out of it so I could use it when Reg streams. Not at all. Uh, that's totally good. Wait, how do you, what do you mean it's not real Reg? That, that's as real as Reg... Could be. There's, I don't there's only one more way to make that a real Reg. Is that that's for him to be animated throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Well, uh, if you uh, didn't know, uh, you should go follow us on Twitter. Uh, be a subscriber on Twitch. Be a patron on Patreon. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, which is a free one. Uh, follow us on TikTok and listen to us on the podcast app, any podcast app. Uh, if your uh, coconut phone that you uh, made electronically has the capacity to download apps, you too can listen to Shattered Dungeons on your coconut phone. I'm just watching. Oh, I am very lost right now. <laughs> Looking at your brain melt. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> um, Tofu, thank you so much for the subscription. 33 months. That bodes well for you with the potency that fluxes. Which three you... months less than three years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deanna, because I... of the propensity of threes, I will even let you use one of my my uh, fluxes. The, uh, Dion, my, my veto is use. <laughs> well, now we're going Dion to Dion is donating a potency flex uh, to Tofu. I, that uh, It's going to be something else. Uh, well, this episode is going to be um, kind of a relatively laid back episode. We'll explain in a moment. But uh, we're going to go ahead and jump in. Uh, so enjoy the intro video. We will see you back in a moment. Long ago, a powerful spellcaster by the name of Vezafor began to study the secrets of immortality. For years, he researched and finally had a breakthrough. He performed the ritual and became a lich. After years of pillaging and war, he grew bored and retired to his tower. It was then he decided to build a dungeon. There are those of you out there who said, I cannot design the perfect dungeon, Vanessa. But I proved them all wrong. We got demons, we got dragons, we got undead. We even 
got unpaid interns. Head on down because this is Welcome back, everybody. It's us. We're here. Uh, uh, this episode, like every episode, is sponsored by you, the subscribers on Twitch, and you over there, the patrons on Patreon. And if you're listening over there, you in the back, thank you for your uh, listenership, your viewership. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm waving to you. Yeah, look at you. Describe how luxurious of a wave that is, Jordan. It's a medium repeating, actually a nice oval pattern. Um, as you can see, it's not too fast. It's not too slow. Uh, it would make a nice ripple in water if we were in the pool mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Supple. <laughs> 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 well, it's going to be one of those nights. I see. It is going to be one of those nights. Uh, so tonight we are without uh, probably about half the cast, actually. Yes, let's see here, Matt. Yep, half the cast. Uh, Ray got called into work. Rachel has to work late. Uh, and uh, Heather is. Uh, off doing Heather things, so um, it is just the, the, you know the three of us. Oh, uh, Heather is just her own category. Yeah, Heather, <laughs> Heather things, uh, despite popular opinion, actually involve minor assassinations. That is my popular opinion. Oh, okay. Well, well, okay. Sorry, someone doesn't always talk about stabbing people with sneaking and daggers and stuff. Like, there's always a little bit of truth in there. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. I've not done any stabbing people with daggers this uh, arc. I'll have you know. Yep, you've been uh, uh, full frontal. Dion has been head on. As soon as people give you... uh, the last two arcs is Dion gets big weapon that do that do fun thing occasionally, and you're like, I am investing a thousand percent into this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu said, uh, if we knew what Heather actually does, she'd have to kill us. That type of stuff. Yes. yes. Her yes. health Accurate. business uh, is uh, just that. <laughs> it literally has quotations in the in the business cards. <laughs> yes, health business. Uh, well, that's, that sounds that sounds like the front the mob would give when they're collecting money. Like, hey, listen, we're in the health business. It's uh, you know, it's kind of it's good for you if you. Uh, you, you Who doesn't you like to be time. healthy? You know, uh, you know, you want to be healthy with the business. Yeah, you don't want me to get Tommy Two-Shoes over there. Ah, Tommy <laughs> Two-Shoes. Man wears four pairs of shoes. I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> tonight we have... unfortunately named. <laughs> yeah. Tonight we have uh, Jordan, who will be playing Toby. Oh, hey there, everybody. Toby Gunterson. Real pleasure to see you. Uh, I went on vacation, and I'm going to be honest with you, I could use another vacation from that vacation. We'll hear all about it in a moment, I'm sure. And we have Dion playing Grunkle. Hi, hi. Buddy, uh, I was not on vacation, and uh, 
I'm, I'm just here working. I'm, I'm a worker bee. That's what I do. Aren't you the boss? He's yeah. a king bee. Yeah. Uh, bosses work too, Toby. Bosses there, work wait, too. They're king bees? I don't know, man. I don't go through and inspect uh, bee genitalia. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought that was one of the the cool matriarchies in in, in the horror out there. Well, I, uh, I all the male bees <laughs> aren't all the male bees either uh, workers or uh, gigolos. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, some of them are in the army. Yep. That, I mean, that's kind of the the worker sense of like they're they're either like going out scouting or they're going out fighting or they're uh, making uh, you know service to their queen mm. or they're dancing. Because I just realized I, uh, Toby here wants to be a bee. Aww. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, to recap last episode, uh, Cypress, Jim, Grunkle, and Shorty traveled to Shorty's home uh, of Basilican's Roost and there after encountering Shorty's mother were able to negotiate peace amongst the Basilican uh, after sorry, she just... left they uh, proceeded to stay and just make sure everything was good and then travel back towards uh, Vesifal Tower now while that was happening, Toby decided to leave in pursuit of Lich Vesifal, or Lich Harrow. Harrow Vesifal, uh, just to catch up with him, feeling that he had missed out on something. Uh, so, Toby, would you like to take a moment and describe for us what that adventure entailed? Yeah, yeah, so uh, before he left, he's like, hey, brother, I want to, you know, maybe we could uh, travel together, make amends for all the dying and dying and dying and dying and dying and dying and at first I was like you know I should protect my friends and then you know it got me bugging and I was like you know what maybe I do need to reconnect there and it would be good for me uh, not gonna lie about 20 minutes in he he, uh, he said wow Toby you're really getting on my nerves if you could just like go back that would be great and uh, so yeah uh, here I am astounding <laughs> then, uh, how long did it you take you to travel <laughs> to find him? Uh, about a week. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so how long did you actually 20, spend? It was about the 20 minutes uh, until he got frustrated. <laughs> it was a really nice 20 minutes, though. Like, like, like it's, grand scheme of our relationship, it's pretty high up there. Yeah. Well, well, it was a pretty nice twenty minutes for you. Maybe a, a nice ten for him. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's where it started going downhill. <laughs> yeah, where was the apex of the enjoyment? I'd uh, say about minute eight. <laughs> yeah. So uh, each of you makes your way back to uh, Vesifal Tower, and uh, as you arrive back. You see uh, Lich Vesifal's lifeless skeletal corpse on the ground. No one's touched that, apparently. Uh, Zog is just still kind of asleep. It looks like he may have entered a very deep sleep. Uh, all of the ethereal animals are kind of just cuddling with him for warmth. Uh, Jim and Shorty 
and Grunkle uh, and Cypress kind of walk back and Cypress just very tiredly goes straight into the tower. Doesn't look past anyone, just very clearly is going to take a nap. Uh, that being the case, what do you all do? Uh, hey guys, how you doing? I think we might need to go ahead and uh, mount There's a false body on the spike so that more people can see that he is no longer here anymore. Okay. You know, we, we'll just put him on display for a little while to help to help get the word out we that he's no more. We're going to dry his bones out for like jerky and dog treats? Uh, no, no. We're just, we just want people to know they don't have to come snooping around if they want to kill Desafal because he's right there on a, on a, on a pike. Did Plus, he have a lot of enemies? I mean, oh no, there's always seemed like people wanted to kill him. Mostly because he was uh, incompetent, so... But uh, uh, it's good luck, Uncle. Uh, Wise idea, putting him up on display like that. Uh, So he would probably enjoy being the center of attention, you know. True, true. God, God forbid somebody spends a little time with him. Uh, As you guys are, real question is, how do we start with a new dungeon? I mean, this is really a pile of rubble over there. We got the tower here. Should we just dig underneath the rubble? Might well, be maybe, maybe let's go in and lock, you know, sit down and map something out. Maybe okay, decide I, some policy. I don't know. I'm going to level with you. I've sat through my uh, fair share of uh, seminars for free lunches. And uh, the number one thing they stress is location, location, location. Well, we are at a location, so... No, but like, is this a good one? I guess is a better. Like, he thought it was good, but like, is it really good? We got like what one, two? I think we got what two whole visitors in the the last year. Bubby like yawns as you begin talking. Y'all just put me to sleep, and she kind of kneels down and peels back some of the snow like a blanket and covers it over herself like a cartoon-style uh, ground blanket and just goes to sleep in front of Lichvesafal's mounted body. That's, that's She's probably fine. She's tuckered out. Uh, all right. Well, I guess Bubby's going to do Bubby things. So, uh, are you guys going into Ollie. the tower? What, what's the plan here? Uh, yeah, I guess we should go on the tower. We need a place to actually do work. So, you enter the tower uh, and head up the stairs. And you notice that the whole place has been redecorated and redone within reason. Uh, moving forward, you see that tables and chairs have been set up and it seems to maintain the wizard's tower aesthetic with bookcases filled with scrolls and research uh, still strewn about but it looks like uh, tables and chairs have been set up for some kind of restaurant or bar or tavern Uh, walking into the center of the room you notice that Bonesy has made a inner circle bar uh, in the uh, more profound library, 
uh, and is currently getting glasses and dishes and things like that cleaned in preparation for customers. Oh, guys, I think I just had a, a real A-plus idea there. What? What's that? Okay. So, you you know, you, you know the setup we were trying to do before was just like, hey, let's just tell people to come to this dungeon and get stuff, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, get rich. I mean, we didn't even have loot in there yet. We were trying yeah, to killing them and taking their loot to make the loot for the other people. Yeah, it didn't really work that well uh, in drawing company. So, like, looking at what, what we got going on in here, right? What if we could use this as, like, a fake start of a fake quest? Like oh, how many adventures are like oh we found the we found the wizard's tower and there's a little there's a little inn there and they come in and and the you know the 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 wizards like all like oh some bandits have been attacking me and I need your help uh their their dungeon is their their hideout is just a little bit over there please please help us out and then so when they scurry over there it's it's all you know it's all connected. But they don't know that, and then and then they die, and we get their stuff. Well, the, the problem with that is you're inviting them into like our our home space, and I'm not a fan of that. You know, it's kind of like I don't know. You know how you got those people that come around and knock on the door and they tell you about the mother, or are those preachy little kids coming about coming around talking about? Lemkai. I, 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 we, we, we do not need to have these unwanted visitors if I had, coming about in our tower. If I had a nickel for every time some child... You just are establishing that Lamkai are Jehovah's Witnesses? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. <laughs> Can we tell you about the 44,000? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that broke me. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, if, I, if I had a nickel for every time some kid knocked on the door and told me I was his father, oh, boy, I get you. Yeah, so, so no imagine inviting all those random people in, and uh, that's what happens. You know, you, that, you end up being a daddy to millions. But we did do that's what we were doing though. Like we lived in the place they were coming to anyways. So how's that? No, we're just, before we're just... before we were just living at work. This is separate. This is a separate space. Okay, but maybe not this tower, but what if we set up like a fake village or something? And so when travelers come through, we're like, "Oh, thank you traveler. We really need your help. Go Go slightly over here, and we just we we constantly bait them into a trap. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I think that's perfectly. I think that's what we were doing so before. So it feels more organic than uh, somebody putting out a commercial just saying, "Come on down to my lich tower." Well, what if we take that idea just like a little bit further? What if we do? Instead of a, like like a true dungeon, what if it's more of like an obstacle course? 
and there's some <sighs> mythic thing at the end of the obstacle course, but no one's ever made it. And if they win, they get the title of American Ninja Warrior. I don't know what that means, but yes, no, but bragging it sounds, it sounds, for sure. It sounds cool, doesn't it? It doesn't matter what it actually means. But what is American? What is that? I know what a ninja is. And I know uh, what a warrior is. I think it's a type of rug. American rugs. That sounds good. So, uh, who, who cleans up around here anyways? This is, the place looks decent. I mean, it looks like a restaurant, to be honest. Oh, uh, uh, uh Bonesy's over here. Oh, look at that. Wow. So instead of more of a come and come here and face your death, you, you challenge people to to be better than each other and then so they'll willingly risk their own lives. Nothing like healthy competition. Bonesy uh, instinctively just slams some your preferred drinks down on the table. Thank you, Bonesy. Oh, Bonesy, did you ever get that uh, ghost juice? Yeah, we got it! He puts it down in front of you. <laughs> I should I should wait a minute. To do this, we're still talking, and, and I'm gonna wait just a minute on, on consuming this. I'm just so happy to see a Bonesy and God, I'm happy to see that goblet. Oh, it's gonna be good. So, what should we do then? If I mean, we can stick to the dungeon trope, I guess, but is there a better way? Is there a get-rich-quicker scheme? Um, oh. I've heard that pyramids, for some reason, are really good at making money. I just don't know why. Mm. Something about you tell your friend, and then they tell two friends, and those friends tell two friends, but I still don't know how that actually makes money happen. So, the thing is, the with, the, with the dungeon... People come to us and we take their stuff, and it's their fault because they came to us. Um, I suppose we could go to them, but then that sounds kind of like I don't know, it just sounds cruel. Well, yeah, that's why like Jim's idea makes a lot of sense because it's willing participants, and you give out you give out a small fake prize that means nothing. And you get to keep all the goodies that the dead losers left. Yeah, like what if? And then the word spreads and you can charge other people to come watch it. Or just sell their gear outright. Fuck, and then, and then people, we could then make, let it so people can bet on who's going to win and lose. And we and get a cut of money. Yes. I, I think I've... I've seen places like this. And then, if Where? we give them enough enough uh, liquid refreshment, we then put a charge on the toilet, and then make even more money. That way. like everything makes money. I mean, it sounds like a gladiator arena of some sort. Putting a charge on the potty is not what I, I, 
I don't know how I feel about that. Is that too evil? Well, I did hear about this one place. It's kind of a mouse trap, really. And uh, what they do is they make your lines for stuff really long, and then they sell a special pass that you can use to get to the front of those lines. So there's always going to be a line, but some people are just paying you to be impatient. And so you still make money from everybody. But then we need to have something that's worthy of them standing in line. The bathroom? Oh no, uh, Grogle's got a point. What if the thing they're standing in line for is limited seating to watch? Like what you were saying, like we have a VIP section. Okay, so you're not saying build the roller coaster, guy. I don't know what a roller coaster is. It, okay, so like you take a minecart, and instead of having like a straightforward path for for useful mining, you make it like go fast and and spin in circles and stuff, and people get on it and then they throw up, and for some reason that's fun. Hmm. Not not getting it. Just just a shot in the dark there. Some people like getting flipped. But as a guy who's spent as much of my life as I can remember floating, I don't really see the upside there. <laughs> because I could I could see the upside. Uh, uh, never mind. To that point, though, I mean, we can put some co- sort of... Uh, experience, if you will, for those in line. Alright, so... Chef hmm. Middlestink could, uh, could stand there and sell refreshments. So you guys want to create some sort of gladiator arena? Yeah. Well, wait, usually... is it gladiator arena or is it more like... Is it people fighting each other? That's what a gladiator arena is. You put the gladiators in it, they duke it out, and no, that's that's okay, that's that's too simple. I like I like doing the everyone's trying to to reach the same goal at the same time, so that some of them could fight each other, and you don't know which one's gonna make it. It uh, it's a royal battle or something. That way, if you only have one-on-one fights, the betting is really simple. If you got a bunch of people, that's a bunch of people putting money on people who are never going to finish, and more money for us. And so, uh, all right, I guess we could, uh, hmm, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of hard to get people to sign up. And what makes us think that they're going to bring all of their possessions and then just take a couple of weapons into the state of fight, and then we keep all their possessions. Well, well no. So let's say, just like hypothetically, okay, the the prize is like a hundred thousand gold, which you know, you can buy a small country for that. If everyone's competing through a very intricate and complicated obstacle course, maybe there's like lanes, if you will. And so everyone's trying to reach the same thing at the same time, but you allow them to fight each other if they do reach it at the same time to the death. 
then what happens is every person has to be mentally and physically equipped to deal with all of the obstacles and traps. And yeah. then potentially a fight at the very end. And so they're ideally equipped with their finest gear and you're uh, laden with potions and scrolls and things like that. And then we have everyone bet on who would make it the farthest fastest. And that's oh. how we can get the bets. What if we don't tell them that they could kill each other? We just tell them what if we gave first Cyprus, like, really bit this wins, and that way we're our hands are clean, right? What we're not, we're not out there, and she yeah. just we stands just, there and knocks people off a ledge while they try and get past her. We just Ooh. tell them it's said prize, and uh, we'll rule out any cheating, such as teleporting directly to the destination. That'll be the only rule. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not allowed. So rule number one, get the uh, item. Rule number two, no shortcuts to get to the item. Yeah, that's good. And then let the the, uh, the heat of competition push people over the edge. If okay, there's a time. I, I think I've I think I've put this off long enough. Hold on a second there. How they gonna work? And then when somebody does something unscrupulous, <laughs> just and everybody drinking uh, his drink. Did did you? I don't know. <laughs> Camera can't. Oh, yep, he's he's dead. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling a lot better. What are we talking about again? <laughs> Toby's just a hat now, floating around. Uh, your All tolerance right, has increased for them from last time. Just a heads up. Uh, some- okay, okay, that's nice. Thank you, Mister Voice in my head. What uh? What did you just say there, Grunkle? Well, I'm just saying, like, eventually someone's gonna snap and do something uh, heinous, and then the crowd's gonna react, and then when we don't react, what are the rest of them gonna do? Mm. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, hey, there, hold on. That's okay, when it so gets good. If mm-hmm. somebody, if somebody breaks the rules, then we can kill them. That's wait, that's really like rule three. But no, no, that's just the whole point. We don't have to get our hands dirty. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't need rule three. I, was, I, was I, I suppose, I suppose we could kill them if they break rule one. What's rule? Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, rule two. Rule. If they break rule, if, yeah, yeah, they will. We, we could kill them if they teleport. Well, what that's we can do is just like put. Um, you know, a spell binding on that final chamber, all the walls of a damn place, and you know, have it be a contingency that if someone teleports, that they're oh, then oh, teleported oh, yeah. forward to death. Yeah, no, he said it's just straight death. Hey, but you don't tell him about it, and if they teleport, we put them in a special like torture box. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what we need? We need some sample people to uh, to, to run this through. So, what you say well, is, I think we need to build it first, right? We need a couple of crashes. Ah, uh, it's a mock. It's a mock thing. All we need Drunk. to really do Drunk. is Drunk. take a rock Drunk. and put it at one end, put a bunch of people at the other end, give them the rules, and just tell them it's a trial run, and then uh, 
observe the behavior. I mean, uh, I can run into town and go find some Freudians. I, I think you're very warm and you're smelling. Uh, okay then, if you uh, if you all want to get this set up, I'll uh, I'll go find some some terrible, not smart people. All right, so uh, Jim I'm gonna takes look off. around here for something that's completely worthless but looks valuable, something shiny. A glass uh, bobble or something. Looking around the uh, uh, the tower, the first le- level of the tower, uh, you notice that there is a small uh, metal idol, and it looks to be the shape of a dragon. Uh, you recognize this dragon as Asmodia. Hey, I know that dragon lady. I was inside her. Is this is this uh idol magical? Not at all. It's just made of like brass. What if oh. we call it Legends Done. of the Hidden Dungeon? We'll take this and <laughs> use this as the uh, prize, and uh, I guess we'll go outside and set up the trap. All right. Oh, the where the where could be called the Great Dragon Warrior. So, walking outside, you see that (laughs) Toby falls onto the ground, unconscious. (laughs) You kind of take a moment and build basically a trench in the snow, like several trenches. What do you want to do trap-wise? I write a little note here. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I feel better. Wait, why did that not? It, uh, it doesn't. It's not as strong as the stuff in the big dragon's place. But it's pretty good. <laughs> Tofu says, uh, depending on how you use that statue, she could be inside of you this time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. And how? <laughs> that? Huh. There you go. That's kind of. There you go. We were supposed to be together. Alright, so now we need to find. Vezif uh... <laughs> fell. <laughs> he Vezif fell. I guess we'll put the uh, marker over here. Um, hmm. oh, what if we make okay? What if we make his body like? Excuse me. Part of the thing. It's like, hey, there. Vesifar couldn't complete this task. Are you stronger than a lich? No, that might scare people. Um, what if what if we rig him up with something where he becomes like a big talking skull, and he 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 gives them instructions? It's like, hi welcome to my dungeon. You'll never get my dragon lady thing. I mean, we can 
Oh, I'm not here. Oh, sorry. this is a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm always with you in your heart, Jim. So I'll put the brass statue right here. Uh, this spot. Which is over here. Do you see the pink? No. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I figure if we could put the statue there and then we'll start them over here. All the way over here somewhere. Yeah, we'll start them over here. And then we'll have a run from here over to there to get it and observe uh, observe their behavior and tendencies. If it's boring, we'll have them do it again and we'll tell them explicitly that they can kill each other if they didn't try before. Alright, so after a while, Jim returns with uh, so four people. Um, uh, you know, you know, okay, okay. I was going to say the best rule would be like, what sounds cool is you're like, rule number one, there's no rules, right? But no, what what we got to do is, is, is we tell them the first rule is they can't go tell anybody about the contest because you know what they're going to do? They're gonna go tell everybody about the contest because everyone wants to. Everyone wants to feel special and have a secret, and it'll be like instant word of mouth. And then, like rule number two is uh, is is uh, actually to get the point across, it should also be don't talk about it. And then, like rule number three is there are no other rules ex- except like the first two. That sounds good. Yeah, Is he writing that down, Shorty? Shorty, you're like wandering in the snow haphazardly <laughs> after Grunkle and you see no one is around you. Uh, Jim kind of walks right, up with people. the four uh, participants. Oh, look, uh, I found some people. So, uh, Grunkle, you want to explain what's All going right. on here? Yeah, so we're going to have a uh, race and... I put, if, if you look over at that tower there, if you go around the right-hand side back there, there's a, uh, a rock, and on it is a brass statue. Uh, whoever can get that will uh, win a prize, and um, we just want you to race for it and uh, see uh, who gets it by any means necessary. And whoever gets it becomes the great dragon warrior. And also, you can't tell anybody about this. That's the first rule. Yeah. I don't know what the dragon warrior thing is, but yeah, you can't tell anybody. Jay Davala, thank you for the raid. It's great to see you. Hey. Welcome. We have uh, basically formed Fight Club. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> a drunken ghost has pitched uh, American Ninja Warrior yep. as a way American to make money. Ninja Fight Club. And so uh, Jim has found some for four some willing. Reason, everyone is listening to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jim has found four willing participants to try and find this brass idol uh, in a race to the finish to see if their concept for a business plan works. So, uh, Grunkle, you want to uh, 
maybe, I don't know, countdown? Go? I don't know. Oh, does everybody uh, understand the goal here? Maybe. I'm looking for confirmation from them. You receive blank stares from all of them, and then the uh, the smallest one just kind of gives you a, a firm nod. All right, uh, go. Uh, so as soon as you say go, the largest one goes lumbering forth at an exceptional speed. This Dargoth is taking off. Uh, very quickly, the others kind of pause for a moment and then rush after him. And so uh, as they go, you notice that the one clad in heavy armor obviously trails behind. Uh, The (laughs) underling uh, sorcerer is in front of him, and then there seems to be some sort of uh, thief-like person followed by the Dargoth that is taking just huge strides. God, Dargoth! Woo, you can do it! Seeing the two, seeing the cliff, uh, the Dargoth just takes off. The underling and the thief go around, and the heavy armor-laden knight person uh, follows after the Dargoth. Uh... The thief and the underling continue around, but the Dargoth and the knight just keep going forward. And so as... This is Toby with your race update. The Dargoth and knight are running fast, and I'm still a little drunk. (laughs) As the Dargoth uh, nears the edge of the, the upper part of the cliff, he leaps down, and as he does so, lands right next to the thief. Uh, and literally kicks him as hard as he can and the thief goes tumbling down kind of the cliffside towards where the gaping maw of the destroyed dungeon is. They don't seem to be mortally wounded or anything like that, but they definitely have been taken out of the running. Continuing forward, the Dargoth goes. The knight and the underling are right next to each other. The knight trips the underling, the underling falls flat on his face uh, and the Dargoth reaches the idol and as the Dargoth reaches the idol, the knight draws his blade and goes in and stabs the Dargoth right in the back, uh, lower back of the torso. I'm glad I didn't bet money I am. The Dargoth yells in pain and turns around to to swipe at the knight. And as he does so, the knight goes flying further than the thief did uh, (laughs) did into the chasm, and you do not hear a thud. And as the Dargoth roars in enjoyment, the... Uh, underling sorcerer gets up and casts a spell at the Dargoth, freezing him in his place, turning him to stone, and the Dargoth walks up and removes the brass idol from its hand. Oh, we got an upset winner! Uh, wait, so, the, the Dargoth the stone, or? Yeah, Dar- the Dargoth the stone. stone, the underling has won. Ah. You did great. I I should have bet on you. This is Welcome uh our very first great dragon warrior. Woo. This is uh better than expected. 
Um, you can keep that statue, uh, and we'd like to thank you for your participation. Uh, let me go check and see if this other guy is all right. Are you, are you all right there? The thief uh, is kind of crawling slowly up the 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 steep wall, and he kind of reaches it. Oh. Was that was that cheating? Uh, no. He said anything. <laughs> Fine then. All right. Ugh. I think you'll be better prepared for the stuff. next one if you uh if if you uh would like to participate when we uh when we set up a more official one. What's the prize? Uh, the, the next prize is going to be a lot better than this prize. Oh. But it's going to be directly dependent on the number of spectators that we have and the money uh, and the money that we bring in from those yeah, spectators. We, we need an awful lot of, of tater tots present. Oh, and now, technically, even though you lost, you're a veteran of the, of the sport. So oh. it'll be cool if you came with a really nice name next time and we can uh, we can do intros for uh, for you two. When's the next one gonna be? Uh, we're next gonna need week. at least a month. Oh, well, you got it then. I'll be back in about a month. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Uh, he kind of wanders off. The underling was, uh, uh, passes by you, Grunkle, and goes, uh, Hila! He, he'll turn back to normal in about a day. Oh, I'm not concerned with that, but thank you. I'm, I'm sure he's glad to hear. Ah, uh, whatever. And he <laughs> departs with his statue. Uh, the night you look down, uh, the night is very dead. Okay, well, uh, nothing can be done about that. I, honestly, I'm going to say oh, for, for, for actually, the next run, only one death was shocking. Actually, we can if we can figure out a way to get down there, we can loot him. We'll have to make a memo for that. I'll have to fly down there later. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. You can recover it. Toby does seem like the most logical solution to loot, uh, you know, dead people from this obstacle course. Do you think any of those hamsters survived? Do you think that could be an obstacle? I mean, I personally don't want to risk them getting out, but... Well, no, the dungeon oh. dropped on them. Odds are they're dead. So something that I noticed is that even after they got the statue, it wasn't like we called an end to it, so they kept fighting. Um, maybe we should make it such that once they get the prize, they have to run it back to another area, so they got to survive with it for a oh, period of time. So that there's a more distinctive... In. So they could hot potato that thing. There's technically you got a chance to rally. Oh yeah, you got a you got a chance to rally. Maybe uh, one of the also, strategies you can is also to open it up to, Yeah, yeah. You could also open it up to groups as well. Oh, team battles. If we do, like, multiple Whose idea layers, was this? This was awesome. This is a group effort. But if we do multiple lanes... Good job, group. We could maybe do it where, like, certain rooms are interconnected between lanes. Yeah. That way, the way there, they don't know 
where the other person or groups are, but then once the idol is gotten, all of them open up and it becomes this giant interconnected thing where they can intercept the person with the prize. They only oh. have more like pitfalls than other classic traps. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking these ideas. I think this is going to be better than uh, Gaelic Von Drago's thing. It definitely could be lucrative. I mean, because who doesn't want to see people at their best and at their worst? It's, oh, yeah. a, thing, it's a thing called uh, um, uh, oh, We lost him again. Are you are you asleep? Just I think and Sean are like asleep moment. at the bar. We uh should definitely treasure this. Schnauzer fried. Yes, it's not often we get a peaceful Toby. Sorry, it's called it's Schnauzer fried when 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 you enjoy watching bad things happen to people. That's what? Schnauzer fried. I don't. I don't think that's right. Me neither. It's, 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 it's right. You just trust me. I somehow believe that schnauzers are are, are, are dogs. I don't know. <laughs> no, those are shadens. So, Freud. So, how are we gonna make this thing? I think our chief uh, wall builder here would be really uh, honest. I hate to say this, but. You're going to have to put in a lot of work. Yeah, I guess I could go to the store and get people some pickaxes and some shovels. I'll tell you what, if if you, because you got the magic movement powers for the ground, mm-hmm. if you want to create the outline of yeah, what you, we you need, can, we fill it in. I can lead a team in developing the traps. Oh, that's a great idea. Is there a way to have? I'm I'm not great on the magic stuff. Like I know a little bit of stuff, but not like a big bit of stuff. Is there a way that, that we could make wherever the people are sitting, like float up above, so they can get a good view, and then it moves along with the competition? That would be incredible. Like a permanent Ooh, I like that. viewer's box. Yeah, like a, a, a spectator platform. I yeah. love it. And then even then you could fire traps from the bottom, like arrows and stuff. Ooh, we could oh, charge they, uh they could we could pay. charge uh Yeah, they could pay for things that they can interact with the the race. Yeah, can, oh, you, can, you, imagine, yeah. can you imagine how much fun it would be if your audience could try to kill you? I mean, uh, not I, for the uh, the not the, for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at that wall right there. It's broken. Never mind. You know what could be cool? Shorty could probably find some uh, scrolls here that would allow us to do that. Cypress could probably go find a good bit of potential contestants. Oh, I we can develop need, the traps. That sounds great. We would need levitate, permanent. Um, Jim just like walks over to one of the walls and starts pulling those scrolls out. Our levitate, permanence. What was the other one? 
Uh, we're probably gonna need, um, mm, I, I don't know, aside from, that for the platform in and of itself, we definitely need levitate and, and a permanent spell to make sure is that there, it's is, there. Is, isn't yeah. there the, the people oh, wait. there? Don't we need a way that someone can control it? So even though it's permanently levitating, we would need some sort of, we need some sort of telekinetic, we need telekinesis to be imbued into an object, also with permanence. He pulls so another telekinesis scroll, use it. a telekinesis scroll and a small rod with a button on it. Oh, wow, that sounds, that sounds it's shaping up. I like this. I mean, we're halfway okay. there. You can make the platform out of rock. That way oh, there's no true. real material cost. Oh, that's really? true. Is isn't there something to make your voice a lot louder so that somebody could be like the announcer and, and do the play-by-play? So every, even though you're watching it, they can get like the, the extra commentary. God, let's see. I, I'm sure there's some type of spell or something here for that. And then brittle, uh, we gotta have a way. We could have another, a smaller, a smaller cart, not cart, but floaty thing, like the seats, but for brittle stink and uh, bonesy to come up and then sell their food and drink to the to the people. You go. Oh, we'll get other point. people to sell their food. We'll leave bonesy and brittle stink to just create it and work. We don't want to subjugate them to such. Menial oh, tax. That's that's true, but I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm just saying we'll need somebody for sell their distribution. Goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah Toby, absolutely. I had this idea just now, and I'm not sure how viable it is. But what if we got Herovesifor to develop a portal spell that makes tiny portals, like several tiny portals at once, and it can be activated? Because then, what we could do? Right. We could use like, that we, for the announcing. That make like uh, a like a, some sort of sound amplification. But then we could also use it for when people order stuff. It's like a point A to point B portal that's only activated by by Bonesy or Brittle Stink. That way, when the food or drink is ready, they just stick it through and set it on. Like okay. I just, you made me think of another idea. So, okay, I'm gonna hold on to my hat here. Each of the lanes gets their own, like, color that they can put bandanas on or whatever. And then each part of the stands with the, the viewers, each one relates to one of the teams. So you're like, that's the people you're rooting for. And that way they can they they feel invested in it, and then then they try and get rid of the other teams, and they feel like winners when their guy wins. And maybe you can purchase like spell vouchers or like trap vouchers where you have yeah. like we were talking a moment ago with the levitation portal telekinesis. It's a button you could have like when the green monkeys. Yeah, it's and like the a purple parrots. Well, yeah, or maybe like the green team, for example, uh, has like a you can activate a, a fireball spell on the red or on the blue team or something, you know. But it costs money to get that. Oh yeah, everything's gonna cost money. It's gonna be great. 
That's gonna make the betting really chaotic. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. If we look at chat, (laughs) chat loves the chaos. They invest in the chaos. That's true. As he immediately breaks the fourth wall. Everybody turns and looks at that. I was just giggling to myself. How many times can I break the fourth wall in one episode? Yeah. Well, it sounds like we have some semblance of a plan, then. Yeah, I think uh, think this will work. This will work. For sure. Me too. So we're going to get out of the dungeon business and getting into the uh, entertainment competitive business. I mean, yeah, entertainment. It's a pretty swell way to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to make this over the chasm that used to be the dungeon? Hey, Rainbow Mike Gaming. It's great to see you. Welcome. We are currently developing an alternate business strategy for the dungeon interns who are now dungeon managers to reap better uh, income from the heroes looking to prove themselves against the evil of the world. Preferably with less work. Legends of the Hidden Temple meets uh, American Ninja Ninja Warrior. Warrior. (laughs) That's what we've uh, developed. (laughs) We want greater pay with less work. Uh, Yep. So, uh, I think we all have our assignments now. Um, yeah. is there anything else we realistically need to do for this? Besides uh, do the work? No, I, there's nothing I can think of. Hmm, alright then. What if, okay, what if just to maybe make it even funnier, uh, and cost us even less money, is it the, the person that ends up winning at the end they go on to a super special dangerous challenge if they want to for a chance at a better prize but more likely death oh like we have like like this like a champion's race yeah oh no i think he's talking about not even a before you get to that point at the end after they have done all this work and they have won maybe we offer them maybe we offer them another benefit that's tempting enough to make them try to do it. To do but the if they die, challenge. you don't have to pay them. Exactly. And if they live, well, I guess we have to pay them more. Then so we just got to make sure the talent. People are going to bet on if they succeed. Kind of like a double or nothing. Good, yeah. Yeah. Well, what would that be, though? I can imagine if there was like a... I really just want to pitch the, the final thing of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> really I think we just need to have them fight like a bear or a lion or something. I don't know. I like, I liked, I've always liked that uh, you get, you, you're, you win the, you know, you win all the competitions in Legend of the Temple and it's like you get to go into the temple, but you have to collect a certain set of things while things are trying to get you. What if we had like a resident arena champion or something like that? At the very end, they had to fight that guy. Oh, wow, they're all tired and hurt. I like it. 
That could be real. And if they win, they could become that guy and get a stable salary. Let's yes, that's brilliant. What if we combine it? And the the challenge is they have to like race to the end of like a maze while the champion hunts them in the maze. But but how do they win then? They just get to the end of the maze. I feel like them just trying to outrun the uh, the, the arena champion okay. is going to take way too long. Yeah, I like to see them just kill themselves just too. Just have a big old boring kill each other. Match. I mean, could be cool. <laughs> so, uh, well, should we go see what we what was left in the abysmal chasm that was the dungeon we used to work at? Sure, let's let's check it out. You guys very carefully uh, travel down the steep uh, cliff face in what's left of the tunnel uh, and find yourself in the middle of the very large, open, rubble field that used to be the dungeon of Lich Vesifal. This looks like an acid map just vomited everywhere. Yeah, so looking around, you can see there is a lot of stuff just, like, strewn about uh, that used to be part of the dungeon. Most of it seems to be broken, but it's worth maybe just a quick peek. Uh, to see what was left, what's going on. Uh, is there anything that you want to keep, maybe? You can see there are some dead bodies, uh, you know, of people you knew. Is there, a giant, is there a giant dead horse in here? There's not a giant dead horse, no. Why? I'm just wondering if I needed to bury Vanessa. Oh, Those no, crystals no. are kind of cool. We could use that like as a starting gate. Which crystals? Uh, it would be. Oh, I see them. These middle ones. height, middle, almost center of the map. These right here. Yeah. What okay. if this one is? The, what if this one's is the end? They gotta like touch it. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. The aggro crag. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring Nickelodeon games and sports into this. You've been slimed. <laughs> but the slime is acid. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Jim. <laughs> Our contestants are suffering mortal wounds and will be forever changed and or oh. dead. Is this the ball pit? Is the ball pit still there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ball. Okay, the ball pit's getting saved. The is ball Charles pit, Entertainment cheese. <laughs> no, what was his name? Uh, it's like Rizzo. No, it Rizzo wasn't Rad. Rizzo. Get out of it. You're just naming other rats. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it was something crazy. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It's Caleb Von Dragas. Oh, I need to find it. Oh man, ah, gosh, I'll have I'll have to look. If it, it was like Frank enjoyment something, 
No, it wasn't I, Frank. I swear, I swear it started with like a Z. No, it wasn't a Z. It was just like. That's funny because there's a um, story that I was writing, and I think the main character's name was Rizzo. It's like Frank Rizzo or Jordan Rizzo. Mm hmm. Shit. His favorite dish is risotto. Ah, I see what you did there. What is this? What's, uh, ping it. That is an altar. So that might be a good, like, MC type of thing. Piece of candy. (laughs) Yeah, his name was Rizzo. Slowly Rizzo became aware of his various senses. There you go. Was he a rat? First name. No, he was not a rat. Oh, good. Ooh. Isn't this, um... Regis's like whole setup of like scrolls and stuff. Uh, not Regis, but that was uh. Oh, I can finally take my cheat sheet down, guys. Because uh, you've killed all the people. Yeah, all the people are dead except Jim. Um, that was Shaman Delog's desk. Oh yeah, Shaman Tom Delog. That could probably be like the uh the welcome desk yeah either that or where someone can go up to buy yeah their, uh, counter like a yeah traps and things do we want to get what's left of uh bartender bonesy's bar yeah we're gonna yeah we're gonna need yeah. as much of that setup as possible okay yeah it's gonna make it easier on them yeah, it was Frank Rizzo. That's what I named him. All the Amateur. chairs we can muster. Yeah. It's me, Frank Rizzo. Hey, yo, guys, with the things. In my story, he's a detective. It's me, Detective Rizzo. What's right. up? I changed nothing, just added the word detective. <laughs> this is my cheat sheet, y'all, for all my voices. Enjoy that. Is Bonesy Stitch? Yes. Oh, there it is. I see it. Oh, there's Skeletor. Yep. That is that the re- guy uh, he, uh, from uh, Rocky Four? Yep. Yep. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, you guys never really talked to him much, but he was the one uh, with uh, whatever the guy's name. Fred Enjoyment Feta or whatever it was where he was uh, he was talking about the enjoyment because it was his birthday if he dies he dies it's like punching iron yep Uh, you can see Chef Brittle stinks specifically right there Roxanne's dad from a Goofy movie. That's why all he said was, uh... Because that's all he said. Yep. Didn't Dolph Lundgren have, like, the the, the weirdest, like, whimper when Rocky was finally beating him? Yeah. It's like, yeah. eh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> big, big, hard man all of a sudden. Does have like three PhDs or something ridiculous. Yeah, he's a smarty pants. Yep. 
Smarty pants. I think if I remember the the joke is he's more qualified to be known as the science guy than Bill Nye. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you guys kind of take the rest of the time to really develop what this thing looks like. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you guys on this page. I guess all uh, of those uh, braziers. Is that the right word? Braziers. Yes. Okay, I thought it I thought it was weird that uh bras and and lanterns had the same name. Apparently I've just been saying it wrong. You are good. Um so anywho, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave everyone uh on this page, okay? So uh that way Grunkle uh specifically if you guys want to draw what you want each of those lanes to look like, you are more than welcome to. Uh, and then I'll kind of come in uh, next week or during the week uh, whenever you guys tell me you're finished and actually put the walls and stuff in. Uh, so kind of at your leisure, you can develop what this thing looks like. Um that being the case, uh, we are actually going to end it here. Uh, the big thing was trying to decide what our new dungeon business plan was going to be so that we can now start luring people, hiring people, and developing lucrative business opportunities to make Gaelic Von Dragos happy with the fact that you are in fact in charge of his newest dungeon acquisition so couldn't he bring his daughter back to life he could if he knew where the body was but ain't no one know where the body be so well thank you everybody for watching uh rainbow jade thank you guys for uh tuning in for jumping in for participating and watching tofu always a pleasure uh just for uh, for our, our own sake, we'll we'll give Toby a potency flux real quick. Yeah, Toby, you're healed for the damage amount you deal per turn for three turns. Look at you. Yay. Oh, what's that? A reroll? Oh no, multiple rerolls. You're changed into a rock. Best game of charades ever. Ever. Well, uh, we will not be hanging out in the chat after our outro video, so uh, thank you again. Don't forget to share, tune in, watch, check out the past episodes, uh, and tune in next week as the entire cast starts recruiting uh, unknown individuals to participate in their death trap of a business plan. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you're interested in delving deeper into the history of Erethe, please visit ShatteredDawn.com and purchase one of our books in our shop, either in hardcover or PDF format. This show is impossible to do without support from our viewers and our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash shattereddungeons. There you can find more content delving deeper into gameplay mechanics, character creation, and interviews with our staff, our cast members, and the creators. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Shattered Tabletop Games. There, we'll post more information and more links to more content as it comes out. We appreciate you listening, and can't wait to share our next episode with you.